Oh, ladies and gentlemen in the blue corner, weighing in at 221 and a half pounds, ooh, with a professional record of 22 losses and one win, I give it up for the big, the bad, the swollen, a What it do, you little urban pickles? What it do? Man, it has been a while, but we are back. Like, you know, like when the Jonas Brothers went away, and then everybody thought, oh no, the Jonas Brothers are done. There's no more Jonas Brothers. How are we going to live life without the Jonas Brothers? Um, that was that was my brother. I remember one year my brother asked for his birthday for a Jonas Brothers city. The Jonas Brothers was on fire. There was nothing that could stop you from cheering for the Jonas Brothers. And then you heard that they were breaking up. You thought that there was maybe like a, a divorce in the family. You thought that maybe they just didn't get along anymore. Maybe one brother wanted more money than the other brother. They were homeschooling. Maybe there were some issues there. But they broke up. And then you were thinking about all these songs, all the tours. Are the Jonas Brothers ever going to make hit songs again? Are the Jonas Brothers ever going to do anything with their lives again? And then all of a sudden, you hear that they're making a reunion. 20, 20, or whatever year it was. And then all of a sudden, you just hear Nick. Um, you're just going on with your life. Maybe you work at, at Starbucks and you're just heading into Starbucks one morning. Maybe you work at a school. Maybe you work at like a, uh, maybe you're a truck driver. I don't know what you are, but you're just driving your truck one day and then all of a sudden you hear, oh, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years since the Jonas Brothers have performed together on stage. 10 years. And then all of a sudden you just hear Nick Jonas in the background singing, oh, hi, Yarko. You and then your life is made complete. But I'll tell you this, everybody likes Nick and everybody likes Kevin, but if you think Joe Jonas is the best Jonas brother, dude, you need to go to counseling because Joe, I don't even know how he kind of even showed up. Maybe uh, a surrogate, I don't know. Just Joe did not belong there. Joe was kind of, he always kind of creeped me out. Something about Joe did not make me feel comfortable. But Nick was obviously the best Jonas brother, no doubt about it. Um, and their best song was Burning Up. So don't at me. Second best song was Year 3000. Um, and we can go ahead and skip that because COVID kind of made everything horrible. So I'm um, ready to be done with this. But Needless to say, um, or in the words of somebody who means a lot to me, I say this all to say, and I say this all to say that we are back. It has been a crazy, it's been like a month since I put out an episode, and it's just been crazy, maybe a month and a half. It's just been crazy, but I think many of us can relate to that. Life gets crazy around this time of year. Me and my wife are seniors in college, um, so we're just trying to finish things up, um, and it's just been wild. But this year is off to a great start, and everything's moving, and I just realized and I felt um, that I needed to get an episode out to you guys, so what did I do? What did I do? I came in here. I have this couch in the, if you've ever seen my living room, I have a really, really rather 
large living room and this couch here in front of these beautiful lights um, by this coffee area that you cannot see it makes per the perfect new location for this podcast. So it's no longer my game room. It's going to now be in here in the camera. You don't know this, but you're actually sitting on a dead cow. Um, and I ain't talking about my Aunt Judy. <laughs> You're on a cowhide rug um, that was actually a skint cow. Um, so, man, we're moving. We're making moves, dude. And it's a brand new season. It's a new season. It's a new day. And uh, we're just glad to be here. But I wanted to bring you a new story. Um, my life is full of stories. Um, Corey Spencer, the name, the person, the character, the dignity, the integrity, the human, the organism is just a compilation of a bunch of stories, stories that have happened to me in my lifetime, uh, many humorous, many sorrowful, um, uh, you know, some full of joy, some full of uh, shin splints and and uh, shaved armpits, and but it's been a compilation of my life, and um, I'm just a man full of stories. That's all we have at the end of the day. All you really have at the end of the day is memories stories and if you're a believer you got Jesus baby but I want to take you back to a time in my life um, that was very um, near and dear to my heart I think it was a night that kind of changed the trajectory of my family um, and it was a game night now a lot of things unique happen in my family on game nights um, because if your family's anything like my family uh, we're kind of dysfunctional um, and if you don't know what that means, we, we don't function normally and we have a lot of issues. Um, you wouldn't know it from, from looking at us, but we have a lot of stuff wrong with us. Um, so a lot of times game nights would turn into, um, interventions, um, game nights would turn into, um, UFC matches, um, game nights would turn into, um, cry fests, game nights would turn into, um, one night we all got tattoos together, and uh, you know, game nights can turn into whatever. This one game night, um, I seen a side of my dad that I'd never seen before, um, attitude-wise and um, physically-wise. Um, we were having a game night, and it went great. It was incredible. It was awesome. Um, and then we decided to sleep in the living room like we usually do, except for this time. It was just me and my brothers. We decided we sleep in the living room. My dad and my mom went off to their bedroom, the place where they go to sleep. And it was a great game night. We all had, we bonded. It was special. I felt like we grew like a family that night. If you're anything like us during game nights, you usually have some incredible, extravagant, illustrious, expensive meal. So we did. We went and got the grande meal from Taco Bell, that $11.99 hitter, that $11.99 splitter, baby. It comes out you on that diuretic, dog. You know what I'm talking about? It hits you like a like a like a dad gum. What it's like you leave, you get up and the toilet bowl got steam coming out from under it. You know what I'm saying? That that Taco Bell Grande meal. And we got that, and it was great. We were eating it, and it was great. We were laughing, playing charades. We were um, just dancing, going crazy, man. It was like a Hallmark movie when they finally get together for Christmas, and we, it was just a big celebration. Um, so I was on one couch. My brother Cody was on another couch, and my brother, my middle brother, y'all might know him by James if you know him, but we know him by Bo. He was laying on the ground. And he was laying on the ground, kind of adjacent 
um, to my parents' bedroom door. And I remember um, it was the next day, and uh, I heard the alarm clock in my parents' room go off. And uh, that meant my mom was about to get ready for work. My dad was going to get ready for work, and then we had to get ready for school. Um, so I remember my mom waking up. Now, if you know my mom, or maybe you remember this in past podcasts, when my mom wakes up, she is like a creature from another uh, dimension, maybe. She uh, kind of doesn't know what life is. Um, my mom doesn't get drunk. She takes Benadryl. Okay. That's what a lot of people, they go out and party and they get drunk, boy. They, you know, they take the liquor, they take the, uh, the alcoholisms and they ingest it. My mom, if she wants to feel good, she'll, you know, she'll pop a Benadryl for a headache, baby. And she'll be, oh my God. <laughs> and my mom loves Benadryl. So, but when she wakes up, she kind of looks like she's on Benadryl, you know, She's like a lot of people take ibuprofen and my mama take IB tripping because she wake up and she don't even it's like she on another planet. She just she got cotton mouth. She don't know where she is. She's seeing 3D. She ain't got her glasses on. She like that guy from the movie Mummy. And so she uh, she got up. We I, I was laying on the couch. You know, I'm a light sleeper. You know, I could hear a. You know, I can, you know, some things in the wind. I could hear a bee talking outside to his other, you know, bee friend about his upcoming plans this weekend. I've, and if I hear him, he got a high-pitched voice, I might open my eye a little bit like this. So my mom, I heard her wake up. I heard her alarm clock, and I heard her walk into her bedroom door. So I wasn't ready to wake up, so I just lifted one eye. And uh, I thought, you know, maybe what what's she going to do with her day-to-day? And I noticed that my brother was still on the the living room floor right in front of her door and I said you know uh, my mom's not the you know uh, most aware person she can be kind of clumsy sometimes and I was like man this can be potentially dangerous Um, so my mom walked out of her room she did not see my brother at all and she took a step and right when she stepped (laughs) she kicked my brother in the head and this woke him up but this also caused her to take a pretty big step. Now, if you've ever seen somebody trip, okay, but they don't really trip, they just trip for about 30 yards and try to catch themselves the whole time. They're tripping, like they're falling, but they're still walking. You know what I'm saying? They're falling. You know, some of the most hopeful people in the world are people that trip but didn't fully trip. Ah, Maybe in life, maybe in life you find yourself tripping, okay, but pick yourself up before you hit the ground, okay? My mom, she tripped, but she didn't fully trip, so she was, she tripped on this side of the house, and she was running, trying to catch her balance, okay? Now, I've seen America's Funniest Home Videos, okay? I've seen, I've seen my Uncle Ricky fall down apartment steps, and so I've seen some, some funny stuff, dude, but when my mama tripped, over my brother and my my six foot twelve mom, okay, trying to catch herself fully bent over while she's still running full speed, trying to lift herself back up, was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So she's running, and if you've ever got to witness somebody do this, praise God, my brother and my sister, because you really experience joy in your life. So she was she she was coming and she tripped. She tripped over my brother. She made this noise kind of like a like a bird, like a real uh like a, maybe a bird that lived maybe 1500 years ago but ain't around no more, but you heard about it in the movies and in the sciences class. And so you you heard the the voice. My mom made a bird noise I ain't never heard before. She tripped and she's like, "What?" <laughs> 
and she she tripped and she tried to catch herself, but she was running bent over like this, just running, and she couldn't catch herself. So she gets to the wall, and we had our vacuum cleaner up against the wall, and my mom goes head first into the vacuum cleaner. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. At this point, I'm still trying to be asleep, but I am dying laughing. You know, one of those when you in church with your best friend and they tell you an inappropriate joke that you know wouldn't make Jesus happy, but it still kind of gets you your flesh riled up and you <clears throat> like your nose is farting real loud. I was making that laugh, and but my eye was open like this. I kind of look like, uh, oh, what's that? <laughs> what's that actor's name? that's like this. And he can't ever open his eye. It looked like he took an Advil and a, a NyQuil and a DayQuil at the same time. Uh, he looked like that. Anyways, that's what I was doing. So my mom, she, she ran, tried to pick herself up, and she headbutted the vacuum cleaner, and she falls out. Boom. She headbutts it, goes to sleep. She just woke up, went right back to sleep. I don't know if she didn't get an adequate amount of sleep the night before, but she woke up, hit her head, went right back to sleep. My dad, okay... This man, I ain't never seen this side of my dad, and I hope and I pray that I never see this side of my dad again, okay? He, all I hear is he heard, evidently he heard my mom in distress. Come when she hit the vacuum cleaner, she, uh, uh, and she, he heard the noise, he heard the bam, he heard the ancient bird, and she heard, he heard her hit the ground. So he, all I hear, laying on the couch is, what's going on in there? What's going on in there? And this is literally, I'm going to show you how my dad and his whitey tidies, nothing on but whitey tidies, tidies for your whiteys, if you know what I mean, tights around your whites, okay, comes running into the living room like this. So you hear my mom. She hits the wall. She hits the vacuum cleaner. She's falling down. She, she kind of knocked herself out for a second, and then you hear her crying, and then all you hear is my dad, and he's kind of a short man, so you hear him leap out of the bed and land onto the floor, and then all you hear is, hey, what's going on in there? Michelle, what's going on in there, Michelle? And then this is how he runs into the living room in, the, in his tights around his whites and his whitey tighties. Hey, hey, what's going on in there? Hey. Michelle, what are you doing? Michelle, you all right, baby? Baby, you all right? And he thinks that my mom just got, like, beat up by me and my brothers, I guess. Or he thinks somebody broke in and tried to kill my mom. He thinks the world is ending. So he picks her up. You know, this is like kind of like the last time he's going to see her, a real big Titanic moment. Um, and they start celebrating. He looks at my brother and he said, I don't know how you'd ever do that to your mama. She's kind of, she's trying to come in, wake up, make her some coffee. And you let her kick you in the head and you throw her up against the vacuum cleaner like that. Your mom was just trying to wake up and go to work and you, and you make her kick you in the head and throw her up against the vacuum cleaner and knock your mama out like that. And my brother was just kind of taken off guard. I didn't know that. I just... Her toe went right here in the middle of my head, gave me a big toe mark, and the next thing I know, she's passed out with the vacuum cleaner on top of her neck. I don't know what that means. And so my dad and my brother get into it. Um, the next day was kind of stressful, kind of tense, you know. My dad thought my brother tried to kill my mom. My mom thought she kicked the neighborhood dog and ran, couldn't pick herself up. Um, thought a robber kneed her in the forehead and she passed out on the floor. 
uh, a lot of miscommunication. And I say all this to say that miscommunication can really damage your relationships. Um, miscommunication um, is kind of like a golf ball out of nowhere that hits you in the temple and kills you. It can really hurt your relationships. And so I say all this to say, man, be uh, intentional in your relationships. Don't throw anybody against a vacuum cleaner. Don't take a day quill and a night quill at the same time. And don't sleep in whites that are tied around your whiteies. okay? Don't, don't wear tidy whiteies. okay? Don't wear anything tights around your whites. And, um, and that's really all I got. And I just wanted to hop on here and encourage you and tell you that, uh, you know, I'm proud of you. We all are on a journey in life, okay? All of us have um, a plan for our lives. Not, not a human plan, but a plan given by God for us to prosper and for us to succeed. Um, and a, a plan for good and a plan for, uh, of hope. And um, so I want to let you know, wherever you are today, um, that God does have a plan for you. Maybe your life ain't, ain't looking good right now, um, but I can tell you that God, God's plan always, 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 always is better than any plan that we could ever formulate, think of, create, articulate. Um, God's plan is always better. So I want to let you know, stay away from vacuum cleaners. Don't headbutt them. They can cause you great damage to your numbskull and um, potentially put you right back to bed soon after you wake up if you headbutted early enough. And I want to let you know that communication is key. I want to let you know that Jesus loves you. I love you. Um, and if you're lonely, reach out to me. Reach out to my wife, and we'd love to take you to dinner. Um, and we'd love to pour into your life a little bit. If you, uh, I believe that friendships are the best kind of ships. You know what I mean? Some people like sail ships. Some people like navy ships. I like friendships. Um, so I hope you enjoy your day. Maybe you're watching this, um, on the morning of Tuesday, October 25th, 6th, October 20th, Tuesday, January 26th, or maybe you're watching this, um, like a Jonas and you're in the year 3000. And I'll tell you either way, God's still got a plan for you, baby. Live it, um, dream it, and, uh, and let him work through you. So I love you. Um, if you need me, reach out to me. And I hope you have the greatest, best day that you've ever had in your life. See you later. Until next time, baby, don't put tights around your whites. Peace out. I love you so much. I feel it coming. There's no way to escape. You best I run it. Feels like I'm going insane.